the temperatures are picking up and it's time to think about getting heat adapted. I see that this weekend uh, Los Angeles is looking at temperatures into the 90s. So it's going to be hot and it hasn't been that warm these last uh, this last week. So it's going to be kind of a shock to everyone and it really has me thinking about getting heat adapted. I think back to I think three or four weeks ago we had this random heat wave that came out of nowhere and it was you know before that it was comfortably in the 50s and the 60s and this heat wave came in and temperature was like I think it was 95 degrees on this one particular day that I'm thinking of and I was thinking to myself okay it's too early now because I know we're going to lose this heat and it's going to cool off but it's time to start thinking about implementing some heat adaptation strategies into my training because I don't like missing days in the summer. The heat for me is absolutely no excuse not to ride. One thing I love about being able to ride in the heat is that the longest days of the year are typically kind of close to the hottest days of the year. So I like riding during daylight so when the days are really long, that means really long rides for me. I mean, there's a lot you can do with like 14 or 15 hours of daylight. So, but, but to do that, you have to be riding through the middle of the day when it's hot. So heat adaptation is a huge part of riding for me to just continue going through the summer. And it's also a big enjoyment factor. I, one of the reasons I ride is because I enjoy being out in nature and I enjoy that connection with the roads or the mountains or the coast. Um, I enjoy that time with my friends and with people. And if I'm not adapted for whatever conditions I need to be riding in, chances are that's going to be a little mentally taxing. Maybe it's going to stress you out. It might kind of put you in a bad mood. I've never seen anybody on a hot day who's having a bad, <laughs> they're, like they're, if they're not trained, they're having a bad time. And they're miserable and, and sometimes that happens in cycling and it's unavoidable and we need to be strong enough to overcome it but at the same time understand that like we can train out of a lot of those things so i like to be intentional about it and i like to make this a priority every single year and so i want to share some of the ways that i prepare to get heat adapted so step one to training for the heat is you have to accept that your performance is going to be lower. Your speeds are going to be lower. Um, your wattage is going to be lower. The reason for that is that one of the ways that the body cools itself is by just distributing more blood. So essentially it's just raising your heart rate in an effort to put more blood through the body hoping that it will pull temperatures away from the skin and your body can sort of cool itself that way. That's super, super stressful. And when you're not adapted for it, your body is really inefficient at doing this. An example of this is a friend of mine, like three or four weeks ago, that heat wave that I mentioned was doing a race. And after the race, they, they mentioned, they were like, I did not factor in the heat for this thing it was a way bigger threat to my performance than I thought. And the data that they had to back this up was when they were off the bike in the shade, 
trying to recover. They said usually they would expect a heart rate between 95 and 100 BPM. But for this particular event on this hot day, when they weren't adapted for it, the active recovery heart rate was 125. So that's a 30% increase in cardio output to do the same thing to just it's just trying to cool your body all that extra stress was the heat your body saying i need to get rid of this heat we need to cool we need to cool and not being very good at it what that told them is that they should have lowered their power expectations and and probably just worked off of heart rate more than power um because that's a very important thing to look at is how hard your heart is working is how fast you're moving a bike so I feel like I need to make time to train for this and uh, be very intentional with it and allow the space for these adaptations to happen. And in training specifically for heat adaptations, the first thing that I follow is that I'm throwing out all FTP data. I'm not going to train off power during this time. A, A preferable way to train would be off of heart rate or off of PRE. I ride almost all the time based off PRE, but I do have like some power data to just sort of see where I'm at from time to time. Um, your FTP is going to be misleading in the heat because like we talked about, there's that extra cardiovascular stress and your heart rate isn't just going to magically be like, boom, now I can handle being 30% higher. Instead, it's going to say, hey, I'm going to cut your power down by like 20 or 30%. And that's how we're going to deal with this stress. So FTP gets misleading, and if you're constantly trying to ride up to that standard when it gets hot, uh, you could burn yourself out. I mean, that could be a perfect overtraining scenario. So throw out your FTP for a while. Look at heart rate. Ideally, heart rate. Heart rate's a pretty absolute number. Another really important step for training, maybe the most important part for training, is don't avoid the heat so many people in this when the summer hits the the temperatures turn up you know they're riding early in the morning they're trying to get done by 10 before the heat moves in that's fine but you know if you're if your friends are saying hey let's get out in the mountains we're going to go out all day you know you check the weather that day it's going to be 100 degrees that sounds like if you're not heat adapted that could be a a pretty miserable experience. I mean, I've been out on hot days and it's usually pretty miserable. So when we think about that enjoyment factor, sometimes if we can just get this during the easy rides, if we can just do the heat training when there isn't the pressure to be out all day climbing in the mountains with your friends and stuff like that, um, I think then that time that we do have together is just more enjoyable. We can probably just bring a truer version of ourself to that. And this is such a simple thing to train for. But step one is when it's hot, get out there and ride. As you're riding and you're training through this and you're getting more comfortable with hotter temperatures, um, introducing electrolytes into your water um, is, is, I think is really important. Um, you can't just hydrate off water. You need some mineral content in there. A lot of electrolyte brands not only put minerals, salts, sodium, potassium, magnesium, 
they also put uh, carbohydrates in there. And that is also an important part of uh, balancing hydration within your body. So whether you're eating them or whether you're drinking them, having some calories, specifically carbohydrate content, as you're trying to hydrate with those minerals, um, that's another thing that can balance the fluid levels in your body. So introduce an electrolyte powder, ideally one that has carbohydrates, sugars um, in it. As far as specific ways to train for heat adaptation, I think as long as you're training off heart rate, you're getting out in the heat, and you're thinking about some sort of electrolyte powder to sort of balance your hydration. Um, I don't think there's any right or wrong way necessarily to train. There's not like a specific style of interval. Just keep riding. And um, yeah, no, no like specific training strategy to implement in that way. So once you're conditioned and you're trained, you're feeling good in the heat, your body's able to perform, you're enjoying yourself, I always try to be mindful to hold on to that conditioning. Um, you can lose, just like with heat adaptations, cold adaptations, you lose these things relatively quickly in a couple weeks. Um, so it's important to, to keep heat conditioned throughout the summer. This is pretty simple because the number one thing to do to stay conditioned to heat is to continue exposing yourself to it. Um, the biggest variable I think of when it, with continuous heat exposure is you just have to do it safely. And that just means prioritizing water, like we talked about, introduce some electrolytes, get comfortable with eating on the bike. These are all things that balance hydration within the body. Prioritizing hydration and also maybe doing a sweat test so we know exactly how much water we're losing and how much we need to replenish. Those are really great ideas to keep conditioned because it's going to keep your body from getting dehydrated. You know, dehydration doesn't necessarily just happen in a single session. It could be a chronic thing. It could happen over the course of weeks. So keep your hydration levels up as you continue to expose yourself to heat. The only other thing that I would really suggest for staying conditioned to heat is when possible, try to avoid very cool ambient temperatures for long periods of time. So if in the summer, if you're a fan of keeping the thermostat at like 65 or something, um, if you live in those temperatures, if you sleep in those temperatures, if you maybe work from home in those temperatures, it's going to be very tough to be heat adapted after that. Um, in the summer, I usually kind of intentionally set my thermostat a little bit higher. It's usually like 75 to 78. Maybe even sometimes I tap it up to 80. Part of the reason for that is that once I'm heat adapted, it doesn't really seem to bother me that much. My body just deals with it. And also it, it keeps me in a place where I can continue that adaptation. So once the summer is over, then I become much more tolerant of cool temperatures. If you go to an office, you might not have control like that simple things you can do is just bring another layer of clothing bring a light jacket um, wear a long sleeve shirt instead of a short sleeve shirt wear pants instead of shorts all those things will just keep you a little bit warmer um, keep you more acclimated to those temperatures that you can then expect outside so heat adapted get heat adapted do it early just get out there and face it 
ride as much as you can, set those thermostats super high, as high as you can tolerate. And um, I think it's going to be a great summer for riding. I have a feeling that uh, like Malibu is going to be the spot to ride this year. I think Malibu's, the, the mountains out there is going to be like Angeles Forest this year, which is typically where I would spend most of my time. So um, yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome summer of riding. And we can all enjoy it if we just set our intention to get used to the heat, stay committed to that. I think we can all just keep riding right through it. <laughs>